This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. A weekly podcast talk show about the things that bring us together. Make us happy. Make us whole. Make us human. Hey guys, this is Joy. Good morning. It's Claire. Good morning. Good morning. It is so early. Do we sound actually I sound a little bit sniffly. I got I got the sniffles. I sound like I don't I do normally wake up this early, but not to podcast. It's not that early, guys. It's like 7 30. That's, that's early on a early. Sunday. That's early on a Sunday to it's be early podcasting. To your voice. Yeah. We and need to be doing some we need to do some vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Red leather, yellow leather. That's really hard to do quickly. Red leather, yellow leather. I mean, it is, and it's not. Rubber I have baby, this. Bobby. I, rubber baby, can't do it. Buggy baby, bumper. Buggy bumper. Rubber baby buggy bumper. <laughs> um, I saw this tweet that was like, the caption was like, I'm losing it. And the the exchange was like a Zoom thing. And it was like somebody's boss to say, hey, can you talk real quick? And the person responded, well, not like auctioneer fast, but I can talk cr- pretty quickly if I need to. <laughs> I was like, oh. That I'm gonna say that next time. Do you ever? I feel like I could talk auctioneer fast. You absolutely could. You know, Scott's dad did that when they were kids. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a fun fact. It's a very fun fact, and he's a real fast talker just in general. So I could totally yeah. see it happening. Yeah. People always will comment. Not always. Occasionally will comment. Like I thought I had my podcast on like one one point five x, and I realized Claire just talks really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't listen to podcasts one point five, but I can do audiobooks. I've never even tried. Really, I've podcasts are a little bit weird to me to do fast, but I feel like audiobooks, there's like a cadence that all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, this is too slow for me. Mm. And there's also something very satisfying about finishing a book faster than it says it's going to take you. That's just a weird right, thing. Like when, you, like when you arrive at your destination before Google estimated. <laughs> totally. Totally. Are you the like, type of person when someone says, do you have five minutes? What is your reaction? Okay. First of all, I, like with friendship, different, but work, yeah. work relationships. Okay. You got five minutes? I'm going to turn the tables on you because I am that person. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I don't like that person. <laughs> I know. I am that person because I have been working from home at this point for so long. We all have, right? I, especially by like Thursday, Friday, I'm just so freaking sick of typing that. And I was the person in the office. I am the person who will just come over to your cubicle unannounced constantly. I am like the stopper buyer, 1000%. So that is the equivalent in Zoom world of stopping by. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, can I call you real quick? Yeah. And because I just like always prefer to just be like, okay, here's what, like, let me give you a little backstory. Here's this question I have versus spending 10 freaking minutes typing all that out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess I shouldn't generalize because there's definitely people that I've worked with that I didn't care at all because I like them. (laughs) But if it's people that I know, well, if it's people that I know say five minutes, but what they mean is an hour, that's where I'm like, that's, that's where I get weird. Cause I'm like, no, I don't have five, five minutes. I did have someone that I used to work with who they would, would IM me and be like, Hey, do you have a couple minutes just to like debrief something? And what that meant was like, you're going to be on with me for the next 90 minutes while I just vent. And it was like, okay, there's a time and place for that, like once yeah. in a while. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Like kind of a regular thing. Yeah, that's like that's that person. She would yeah. call me and say, "Do you have?" No, actually, she would say, "Do you have a minute?" And this was at, a minute. Uh, this was at a previous yeah. place of employment. Do you have a minute? And I knew I was like, she's gonna hold me hostage on the phone for an hour. Like it got to a point where I actually confronted her and said, "Look, I I'm willing to problem solve with you." But I can't just sit here and listen to you vent and bitch about the company for an hour. Like, I just can't do it. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she kept doing it. And after that, I was like, I can't talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) Once I set a boundary Um, and you cross it, like, done. Yeah. Bye. I hold that boundary. I have this really sweet gal who I work with who is very, how do I put this? She's, She's the type of person who, like, if you were to IM her and be like, hey, can you talk real quick? She will immediately be like, oh my God, I'm getting fired. <laughs> like something's wrong. Like she, like that to her. Yeah. Like, that's very triggering. The, like, yeah. The, like getting sent to the principal's office feeling. Totally. Yeah. So I had to tell her like right off the bat, like as soon as I figured that out about her, I was like, listen, I'm going to do this. And I will like tee you up to be like, Hey, can we talk for a minute? It's just about this email. I'm, you know, I have a thing, like I have a question about whatever. So that she doesn't panic that I'm just like throwing out this 
But the first time I did it, she was like, is everything okay? And I was like, oh, I see this yeah. is causing a lot of stress. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'll set, I'll kind of set the expectation a little bit for people who I know that it freaks them out. Which I like, think hey, is good because it's about, yeah. yeah. I think that's good because a lot of us carry baggage from previous places of employment. And I think it has to do with age and experience and whatever, whatever. But I think like, you know, right now I'm obviously starting a new job. I'm two weeks in and I find myself going, okay, this is a new environment. You don't have to be, you don't have to have a knee jerk reaction when your boss emails you because this is not the past toxic environment anymore. Like I have to kind of talk myself through it of like things to let go of and how I want to show up differently. Like if I am fearful of something instead of just like making stories up in my head, being like, Hey, I want to check things out and being totally, totally open versus just getting stressed out over it. Yeah. I actually got a new boss this week. Oh, already, Um, already. Yeah, I know. So they are doing my department that I'm in the marketing department that I'm in. They are just, they have been on like this hiring. They're just adding a ton of new roles. And my role was not new. My role was a backfill. But throughout this year, they've added like six or seven new roles to the department, which is a lot. And one of the roles is like, so is a director position versus like the lead, which is was my, there previously was like the lead, which is what most people would probably refer to as like a VP of marketing. And, but there, and then, there was a, a a group of like senior managers, but there was no director in between. And that was fine when the team was smaller, but then now that the team has grown, they wanted to add someone in between. So I got a new boss and it's just very interesting to like have just started. So like barely, you know, know the dynamic of my, of the, of the person that I interviewed with. Right. And then, but then also to kind of feel like, wait a minute, I didn't interview with you. Like, I don't know. Yeah. You know like, you don't know so, me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I Thankfully, I really like this person so yeah. far. And we yeah. um, we were talking about something. We're having this like team building activity this week where we're all going to this, like, you know, one of those like experience kitchens where you all get together as a group and like cook a big dinner. Oh, how cute is like, that? A, like a cooking lesson. Yeah. Yes. Really cute. Very my vibe. So right? fun. Yeah. So fun. And so the, we were on like a team meeting on Thursday and somebody asked like, oh, what are we making? And the girl who was in charge of kind of putting it together read out the menu. And one of the things was a, a type of, I forget, like a butternut squash galette. And someone was like, what's a galette? And someone else was like, oh, it's a type of pasta. And I was like, no, no, it's like a freeform pie. Like there's like crust in the bottom and then you kind of like fold the edges over the, and everyone was like, okay, wow. I didn't know what I, and I was like, okay, don't ask the question if you're going to make something for knowing what a galette is, first of all. <laughs> but then my, I know, my I, know like, I know, I know. <laughs> guys, this is a pie question. I happen to know the answer too. Okay. <laughs> if it had been a type of pasta, I wouldn't have known. No one, you know, anyway. But my new boss was like, oh, I knew that. And I was like, okay, we're going to get along. And then a couple hours later, he was, we were talking about something and he made a reference to some, something about bakeries. And he was like, yeah, I was watching this YouTube, uh, this YouTube show about um, this Bavarian pretzel bakery. And I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. <laughs> You're like, we're going to have a lot to talk about. Do you watch the great British Just Bake fine. Off? Yeah. Oh, there have been several people so far at my job where I'm like, do you watch Bake Off? And they're like, oh, I love Bake Off. And I'm like, cool. I have a Bake Off podcast you might want to listen to. <laughs> and they're like, you do? <laughs> I usually am like kind of hesitant to tell people about the podcast because I don't. Because like we talk about really personal stuff. I, yeah, right. like, Sometimes it can be weird. I know. Think, like, I never share about it on at work, but I'll tell you a story in a minute when you're done. But I do tell people about the Bake Off podcast. Yeah. Because it doesn't yeah. feel like as personal. That one feels like, oh, that this one is like feels this funny hobby that I have. Totally. 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 Yeah. No, that's really funny. It's like the whole new work situation. You know, my I love my new boss too. I know it's kind of like, I guess you could say honeymoon phase with a job. Like I've said before, I'm not going to sit here and say that any job is perfect, but I can already tell like the vibe with this person. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're night and day from my old boss. Just the whole company's vibe is night and day from my pre- previous place of employment. In my like nervousness to like try to I'm always that person that wants to get to know people at work. Like I I definitely am not like an introvert at work. I try to get in and like participate, let's say. Like I don't want to become friends with everybody. I have really weird boundaries about that. Like I don't really believe in becoming friends with people at work. Like good friends where you like hang out outside of work. I've just never seen it like work very well. Majority of the time it ends up getting weird, like especially if you go into a management role. But there's been very few times where I've like, 
maintain a good friendship outside of work. Maybe that says more about me. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm trying to like participate in these meetings because I'm just like wanting to get to know everybody. Uh, they were talking about this creative hobby that one of the other my other coworkers has. And they're like, it's so cool. My boss was like, it's so cool that, you know, I get to learn about everybody's creative hobbies. I, I love I love learning that about you guys. And she's like, is anyone else creative? And I was like, well, not in that way. And then she's like, well, in what way? And I was like, damn it. Like, why did I speak up? <laughs> yeah. Now I have to follow this up with a thing. <laughs> so I was what like, did you say? I was like, well, I, you know, I've been doing podcasts for the past eight years. And I was like, and then I kind of made a joke. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we were doing it before it was cool. And then I was like, dang it. Why did I mention that? Now everyone's going to like, wonder what I podcast about. And I didn't want the follow up questions. And then I was like, joy, like foot in mouth, just shut up, like stop sharing. Luckily that nobody asked a follow up question like, oh, what's your podcast? But I was like, just joy, cut. No, stop. It was kind of like that. You're trying to be you're trying to participate because no one else was participating. And I will be that person, like if Zoom gets really quiet and the boss answers asks a question and no one answers, I always feel really bad. I'm like, so I always am the one to speak up if there's silence. <laughs> so it's like, oh, my nervous silence kind of like, or my nervous uh, chatter turned against me. I just hope nobody like follows up and tries to look at what we do because I'm like, oh, that's too soon. It's too soon to know what we're talking about. I feel like, like when I was started, when I you know, started, they asked me for like a little short bio about myself. Cause they have this like employee newsletter that goes every week. And oh yeah. Yeah. Any new hires. Right. And I was like, what do I say? My hobbies. Did I already talk about this? I was like, what do I say? My hobbies are right. I think because you, I, I think you told like, Jess and I, but you're like, yeah. you don't want to say podcast. I mean, I was like, I don't want to say like my hobbies are podcasting and CrossFit. Cause like these people are going to think I'm Joe Rogan. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. No, 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 no. It's like, I these two things know. are very, like very, they come with a it's stigma. Like, they come okay. with a stigma. <laughs> For example, like right now, there is this like, I don't know if marketing memes are a category, but there is sort of this marketing meme going around about archetypes, like, okay, you know, like, or like personas, right? Like marketing personas, everyone kind of knows what that is, right? Like when you decide about, when you go through an exercise to figure out who the target market is for your brand or your product or whatever, and you typically, you know, write out like age, demographic, like demographic exercises, right? And so there's this me marketing meme, if you will, going around that is like it's a picture of Prince Philip and a picture of Ozzy Osbourne and it's like they have the, they're the same age they live in the same they're from the same town they both live in a castle they're both multimillionaires they both like have been you know, like they are in the exact same demographic and it's like be careful what you say about demographics yeah and yeah. that's how I'm like like I want to say that about podcasting I'm like okay there's like me in this column of like podcasting and like CrossFit and yeah <laughs> and like and then there's like Ben Bergeron. <laughs> Oh my god! In a wildly different category. Wildly. Anyway, yeah. um, and so I ended up not mentioning either of those things. I said I, I liked, but I, I put one of my hobbies is drinking coffee. Like I, I so ran out of hobby. I ran out of hobbies so quickly. <laughs> baking, drinking yeah, coffee, I did put baking. I was like baking, hiking. What else do I do? But yeah. like on a regular basis, and like yeah. everyone at this company puts hiking every single. Oh person, like, yeah, that's you true. Almost like can't work right, <laughs> you, like, right. Yeah, because they're like, where? What's your favorite spots? And like all the follow up like, questions are like, oh, I maybe go like once a month. Well, and like, yeah. every single person is like, oh, I like hiking and mountain biking and skiing and blah blah blah. And so I like put those things, but I'm like, what's gonna? That doesn't set you apart at this job. <laughs> no, but it's funny how I get all shy about some of the mm-hmm. hobbies because I'm like, oh, podcasting. But 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 I have to have a disclaimer. Like like yeah. there's some badge of honor being like, but we did it before it was cool. <laughs> right. But then that makes you even sound like douchey. Totally right? douchey. Totally douchey. Where it's like, well, she's got to hang oh, up about ugh. podcasting. <laughs> we just got to own it. We just got to oh, own it. God, I just, I'm like, I totally was that geek that was trying so hard to be like the cool person and super chill uh breezy remember that episode from friends where it's like i'm I'm breezy and he's like you can't say you're breezy that just negates the breezy (laughs) (laughs) is it Mm -hmm. Uh af um okay we also want to talk about a quick exchange that happened right before we hit record that we just like did you hear that yeah lost right over (laughs) so you guys might notice like we were talking about a little sniffly yeah joy's a little sniffly and right before we hit record Joy had JT in the room. She records in like a back bedroom in her house in the spare bedroom that's been turned into a recording studio. And she was like, oh, one second. I just heard Scott get up. I'm going to give, I'm going to put JT out of the room so that he can go out and hang out with Scott. She opened the door and Scott's first words were, you sound terrible. 
I said like one word. I was like, she I'm was recording. Like, and yeah. He's and like, he goes, you sound terrible. Oh no. And he immediately was like, oh, are you sick? Do you feel bad? Joe was like, I don't feel bad. I just, I'm good. Like, I'm good. He goes, you need to go to the doctor. doctor. <laughs> I'm serious. She was like, I don't need to go to the doctor. I got to record. Like get out of here. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we are recording right now. Like I'm shutting the door as I'm speaking. I cannot, I cannot go to the doctor in this moment. Thank you. <laughs> Let's discuss this later. So like the backstory is, okay, y'all can probably tell I'm a little bit nasally. I have, I've, I've caught a bug, if you will. But Scott has been really sick for the past two weeks. Like he actually around Thanksgiving, I probably mentioned this, that he did not go to Thanksgiving with us because he was so sick. He tested for COVID, tested negative. It was probably like a bronchitis type of thing, but it really hung on forever. Like coughing, he was in bed. I mean, I've probably in all of our years being married, I've not seen him that sick. And there's a part of me that's like, I hate to do this. But I do get a little bit of like uh, man flu syndrome where it's like, are you really, do you really feel that bad? So he is just fresh off of this two week comparing what he felt and thinking he gave it to me. I don't think, well, let's knock on wood. I don't think I have what what he had. I think it's probably just like either a lingering something, like maybe I caught a little bit of what he had, or maybe I caught something like at the grocery store. Who knows? Like I've been masking and like hand sanitizing, but whatever. It's flu season. I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. I have the flu shot. So I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty good, but also crap happens. So I'm like, I just think this is probably something that's like a minor cold. And he's acting like, he's like, you should go to the doctor now. Cause he, he fears that if I wait, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So maybe he's right. But I just was like laughing. Cause I'm like, this is the difference between men and women. Like I will, okay, I've but been like, up- I, I agree with you that this is the difference between men and women in some ways, but also I think that like wild outlier behavior that Scott is exhibiting is the willingness to go to the doctor. That's I have, like, true. That's true. The majority true. of men are like, I would, ra- that I, in, you know, the stereo, the stereotype says the stereotypes, that right. That they want to just suffer that they like feel sick, but won't go to the doctor. And you're like, mm-hmm. go to the doctor. And they're like, it's fine. No. And you're like, it's not fine. Like, no, pick, make, make it, make a choice. Go to the doctor or like block it up. Like, bless his heart. I, I just think he's got a little bit of, like, the hypochondria where he, like, any little thing, he'll start making it a big deal. So he he's really good about going to the doctor. Like, thank goodness. Because as we know, that one time that, like, Brandon had, what was it, dengue fever or something? Dengue fever. <laughs> one of these days. I'm never going to live you know, that time. Never that gonna was live. one time. One time. The that one time. Made out with a hot dog. That was one time. Yeah. I had dengue fever and I made fun of him. That was one time. One you time. guys don't know the story. Back in like, this would have been what, 2013 or 2014, Brandon went on this like medical volunteer trip to Guatemala. They, you know, stayed in this village and he, whatever. At the time he was an EMT. And so he kind of just like came with them and checked vitals. Whatever. He had a great, you know, it was a, a great trip. He came home and he had already missed like the first week of school. This is when he was getting his prereqs done for nursing school. I was like, you have to go to school. Like you're in like organic chemistry. Like you can't just like miss the two weeks of OCHEM and the first two weeks. And he was like, I feel so sick. And I was like, you're not sick. Like you're fine. And he like legitimately had like such a bad fever that he like woke up like in a puddle of sweat. Like he was very sick and I just had no sympathy for him. I was like, just get up, go to school. Like <laughs> get up and go I was like, school. you probably have like an ear infection. Like, come on, what adult like, right. ear infection? Like, right. Go. Yeah. Go get on some antibiotics, like suck it up. And then it turned out that he had dengue fever. And like, so to this day, I mean, that was like seven, eight years ago. He's like, every time, if I ever make fun of him for being sick, he's like, remember that time I had dengue fever and you made fun of me. And I'm like, (gasps) he's always going to use that. Yeah. And I, I mean, fine, but like, come on. So I, that's my fear is one of these days. And I was, you know what? My whole mantra the whole time he was sick is I was like, just be like, I was bringing him tea, bringing him food, bringing him whatever he needed. And it was just like, because there were times when I was like, oh my God, are you really this sick? But you know what? It's not harming anybody. You just live your life. He went to the doctor. He went to the urgent care once because he was like really worried that it was going to turn into like pneumonia. And to be fair, I was worried it was going to turn into pneumonia because that's how much it was like lingering. You know, after like a good week and a half of having like a horrible cough, I was like, yeah, this is, this is, you you can go to the doctor. <laughs> 
But anyway, that's a really funny exchange because I literally yesterday just started having like a sore throat and a little bit of sniffles. And today, like this morning, he's like, you sound horrible. Go to the doctor. Oh my gosh. I was like, can I just record? It's fine. I'm going to push mute a lot. I'm going to cough. I'm going to blow my nose. It's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. How are you doing on Christmas shopping? Are you done? Because this is like, you know, I love a countdown. We're on the third week of December. I'm going to Oklahoma next week to see his parents. Like most like most shipping deadlines are at the end of this week. So that's a you know hot tip. The majority of retailers like ground shipping or, you know, three day shipping ends like guaranteed three day shipping ends by the end of this week for most places. Um, so if you don't want to have to pay even more for shipping. So yeah, I'm pretty much dead. We I haven't gotten Brandon. There's like one more thing I probably want to get Brandon. And I need to get my mom something. I feel like moms are the hardest people to shop for. And my dad, my so hard to shop for. Your dad he's is. So, yeah. Yeah. He's just very and I get it because I am also like this, where like he's very picky, where I'm pretty picky when it comes to gifts. Like I'm like, don't give me something, just like give me something. Like if you don't, if you don't like have a reason to think that this is something that I actually want and will like, then just ask me. Like don't go out on a like don't go out on a wait on a don't win. go rogue. Don't, don't be go like, rogue. Yeah. Don't go rogue. Mm-hmm. Like the, and like we always talk about this. Brandon always Brandon says this, always where, goes rogue. He always goes right. Well, he'll be like, I got you this sweater. Like uh, my perfect example is like one year he bought me this sweater, this like sweatshirt that was a zip up hoodie sweatshirt. And he was like, I noticed you don't have any zip up hoodie sweatshirts. So I got you one. And I'm like, well, the reason I don't have any is because I don't like zip up hoodie sweatshirts. I like pullover, like crew neck sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like, don't go rogue. This is like, if, if like you notice that I only have one type of something, it's not because I like haven't had an opportunity to buy the other type. It's because I don't want the other type. Mm-hmm. And he sees it the opposite. He's like, well, if mm-hmm. you have all one type of something, obviously it's you because would like you, more. You would like a different type. You'd like to type. branch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to branch out. No. Let the record show. I don't want to branch out. I don't, you know, I I like what I like. My dad is very much like that, but he is way more to the extreme where like I feel like I like what I like and don't branch out. But like if you do branch out, I'm you know, it's I'm not gonna like get mad about it. Right. I'm not, you know, I'm maybe with Brandon. I'll be yeah. like annoyed because I'm like, you should know this by now. But like the majority of people in my life, I don't expect you to know that about me. Right. Except now that you do because you listen to my podcast. But <laughs> don't go rogue. Like mugs and cookbooks, guys. Like, yeah, you can't go wrong. Brandon, but my dad, like the the phrase I always say about my dad is like, it is not the thought that counts with John Hay. So what types of things have you? I pretty much just get him golf balls. Like for okay. every holiday, every oh gift giving holiday since I was like four years old, I just give him a, a pack of Titleist golf balls. <laughs> Which is great, you know. Yeah, you always need more golf balls. So I don't know. That's probably what I'll get. <laughs> with my dad, with my dad, it's always gorilla tape and work gloves. That's all yeah. he wants. He wants gorilla tape. He wants work gloves and very specific work gloves. Like, don't go rogue on them. He likes what he likes. But there's a couple things I I got for my parents this year that I was like a little. It's just I was like I think that I actually think he's gonna like this. I got I went on the I think I mentioned this last week. I went on the Amazon wish list that was like Oprah's curated Amazon wish list, and there were some really gif- good gifts on there. There's like a beanie with like a light on it. My dad loves a flashlight, so I was like, and he likes warmth, so oh, he's gonna love yeah. this beanie with because he always he's always looking for something. He's always got flashlights. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I am actually turning. He's always into like. Him rustling yeah in rustling like in, somewhere in, yeah and he's going he's up early he's going out to the garage early so he needs a flashlight so he doesn't slip on the ice so it's like this is perfect he doesn't have to carry an extra thing anyway but like those types of things i was like oh this is perfect for him because he would actually i know he would actually use this but yeah it's hard to it's hard to do do you, would you ever buy your mom something like or brandon like like tickets to meow wolf or tickets to van gogh or like an event like an, like something that you go to and experience because i think i would do also- that for brandon probably not as much for my mom my mom is also like she and i share this problem where like we have sort of theories about the types of things we should like but we never actually buy them for ourselves you know like nice shoes or something right like i have like one pair of high heels like one pair of nice shoes and i'm like i look at other nice shoes all the time or like bags you know things like that where i'm like i talk myself out of it like i get that from her talking myself out of buying which is fine in in some ways like yeah i don't actually i've lived my life perfectly fine with this one, my one pair of nice shoes and my one bag, but, or, you know, I look at like new, I like 
nice shirts for work. And then I talk myself out of them because I'm like, I have enough nice shirts for work. And like, that might be true. And also it, it makes it so that if I ever get in a situation where I actually need something new, I like have just analysis paralysis about it. <laughs> um, and so she's like that. And so sometimes I'll like get her, you know, something that I know that, we that both she sort of has been. talked herself out of. Oh, that's good. That's a, so you're and and I can appreciate not being a bag person. I've never been a, like a fancy bag person or purses, whatever. Like I use the same Lululemon festival purse that I've had for. I mean, I've bought I think three of them in different colors because I love them so much. But I just can't. I think when Scott and I were first dating, this is when he introduced to me that he is a gift giver. One of the first gifts he gave me was an awesome pair of Nikes course. And then another gift he gave me was this awesome, awesome, beautiful purse that I still have, but it was just like too big. I'm like, I don't not a purse person. I don't like carrying purses like this, like on your arm. I like a crossbody. I find it fascinating that people, the people that like get really obsessed with like coach purses and you know what I mean? Like that to me is a very fascinating hobby to like really be into purses. Because I'm like, that's, I would never invest that much money into purses. Oh my gosh. It's unbelievable. Okay. I did see something that yeah, on the goop, like, you know, the crazy goop list where they have like, they're oh. usually like $50,000 like, safari excursion. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was okay, going to be like, the, like vagina me, yeah. weights. Yeah. All the goop lists are crazy. This like the really like extravagant one where they list like all the just most elaborate gifts you could ever give. And they're like a gold plated submarine. And you're like, why would I want a gold plated submarine? But like someone out there wants a gold plated submarine. Bless them. One of the things on that was like a $5,000 Air Jordan like workshop where you make your own. That's that's pretty amazing. I was like, I, amazing. I, feel, I was like, this feels like... I don't think Scott is really like a DIY type of guy. No. But I could imagine someone who's so into sneakers yeah. being like really into that idea. So he's I mean designed like, like there's definitely shoes where you can pick your own colors and he's right, done that the before. Customizing. The customizing. Yeah. And he's definitely done that before. But I don't maybe he would. Yeah. He just he I feel just like he'd be a very specific person who'd want to actually like build their own. Like, right. From, I think like, he would from be from the ground up. He would want to be in the room with the people and the artists that have designed the shoes that have like all the lines of shoes. He would want to be in the room. Right. Just, like, I watching. Can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He went to Washington. He went to Seattle this past week for a couple concerts and he went to the Pearl Jam Museum. You guys, I've never seen so many pictures of Pearl Jam paraphernalia through my phone. He was so excited. He was so excited. It was really cute. If you don't know, Scott is like number one Pearl Jam fan. He's like, all the jackets that Eddie wears are so small. He's a tiny guy. <laughs> I was like, is he really? You just see like Eddie Vedder like larger than life. By the way, if you want a good listen, I love that Audible does this Audible has done some amazing artist series, and I think it's only on Audible, which I can post the link to our Audible account, which we like rarely use, but you can use that link if you want a free listen. It is called I Am Mine by Eddie Vedder. Basically, they have this whole artist series where they go through a lot of their process or maybe how they started, talk about the songs that they've written, and that one was really good. So shout out to Eddie. Shout out to Eddie Vedder. Anyway, so... so <laughs> We also like shout out to Eddie better. But yeah, as far as like the Christmas shopping goes, I there's definitely things that I'm like, oh, I should I could buy one more thing, but I'm drawing a line. I'm like, nope, you're done. Yeah, that's fair. There's always like more you could buy and you feel like you have to yeah. overdo it. I feel the way about my kids. Yeah. Like, like yeah. there's always one more thing. But like, I mean, we're really lucky. Brandon's family gets the kids so many presents. Like they get so much stuff. Last year, we literally spent like two years opening presents. And I was like, I... Two, two years? Two hours. Two hours. <laughs> I was like, did you literally save them? Two years. Sorry. Literally two hours opening presents. And I was like, this is like, this is way too much. And so I told myself this year, like, we are only getting, like, we personally are only going to get the kids like three or four things because yeah. Brandon's family really gets them so much stuff, which I'm really grateful for. And I was like, I don't need to like overdo this, but it is so tempting. Like the other day I sent Brandon to Target and it was like for paper towels, which I had pre-ordered and paid for. I was like, pick them up at customer service. Like, do not pass, go walk in, go to customer service, pick up the paper towels, leave. And he calls me like 25 minutes later and he's like, Hey, I'm in Target. I'm just looking at this microscope. And you know, I'm thinking like maybe for miles. And I was like, we have enough presents for miles. Get out of there. This is, this was a mission. You had very specific instructions. Do not look at the toys. Yeah. Do not look at the toys. Oh my gosh. But it's really hard. Like I was going on the Target app. I mean, I'm trying to shop for my sister-in-law last week and I go on the Target app and all of a sudden I see like they did this line of clothing and toys and houseware with Lego. 
And I was just like, oh my gosh, they had this really adorable puffer jacket that was, you could take off the sleeves. It was very much convertible. You could take off the bottom half. So it could be like a long jacket or it could be a vest. And they had these cute pockets on the front. And I was like, I do not need any more puffers. I don't need any more jackets. I just, I like, I, I'm fine, but I wanted it so bad. I'm like, this is how it happens. By the way, this is what I've been subscribing to. JK from the Muscle Feed, who's been on the Girls Gone Wild podcast a few times, he had this great suggestion. And I think we talked about this offline, but we talked so much about like how we love a certain thing that will buy multiple of them, whether it be like shirts or whatever, the things that you like, you just keep buying the same thing. And he's like, I don't need any more like graphic tees. So whenever I see one, he's like, I, I'll like look at it. And if I want to buy it right now, I'm just like, nope. And I put that same amount of money that it costs into my savings. And I like label it, you know, graphic tee that I didn't need type of thing. I'm like, that's actually brilliant because then you kind of see how much money you're saving. Truly, it's not about like limiting, like, hey, if you want something great, buy it. But if you have, there's a certain level of like, yeah, I don't need any more sweatshirts or I don't need any more running shoes or I don't need whatever. And then you just put that into savings. So I've been thinking a lot about that lately. So I'm like, I'm going to put that puffer jacket. I'm going to put that money into savings and we're going to be fine. <laughs> it's going to be- My whole family just got new puffer jackets. We don't, those are the last thing we needed new of. Every single person in my family already has multiple of these. And now we have more. I can't stop myself when it comes to puffy jackets. I just can't. I mean, it's, it's, and when you live in Colorado too, but here's the other thing. Yeah. I, I, you know, I love fashion, you know, I love makeup, you know, I love all of it. And I live in a city in a state that you just don't have like a lot of opportunity. At least let me say like at my age too, I'm not going out. I'm not, you know, I, d- I work from home now. So I really just need to be presentable from the top up <laughs> like, or the whatever, the waist up. You know, I feel like that is something that I've been thinking a lot about is like where you spend your money and blah, blah, blah. I just think about how something like that $5,000 Jordan designer thing, or, you know, if you see something on the news of like some type of memorabilia that sold for $20,000, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is just crazy. Like you have a piece of memorabilia that sure, it's maybe that you they look at that as an investment, but I'm just like, I can't wrap my head around spending it's that much like money. It's still like an item. <laughs> Yeah, it's a thing. thing. And that's where I get I get really caught up. So I'm like, this is why I could never be like a billionaire because I just get way too caught up in like, oh, a private jet costs a million dollars, even if I had like a billions. Yeah, it's whatever. Well, first of all, when it comes to like not ever getting dressed up, I I I kind of wonder like in this in this day and age, like where is a location where you get you know like I think anywhere you go at this point, any city in America where you need to get dressed up. Maybe there's some places where it's like a little less weird about you know like that it wouldn't. But that's the other thing is in Denver, like you could show up dressed up to any restaurant and nobody would you know it wouldn't be weird. It's just very uncommon. Like you wouldn't. So maybe we just need to do that more. We just need to be like you know what we're getting dressed up tonight and we're going out. Yeah, because I want to buy something just, dressy. Right. Which which is fun. And I'm all for that. But you know, people in Los Angeles, I bet would beg to differ or like Scottsdale. I, I, I always think like... of Scottsdale because every time I go there, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't hang. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about this Scottsdale because well... Maxine's boyfriend lives in Scottsdale and I just Im- imagine it being just like golf courses. Well, it is, but it's very, it's a very wealthy part of Phoenix metro area. I don't know. There's just, I without like going into a lane of offending a lot of people. I think I'd just say like, there's a certain group of people, like there's very much like a competition of appearances. And maybe I'm just transferring this to like what the group I grew up with in high school. Right, the people like the like sort of, I can see what you're saying. Like if there's like a, there's a like kind there's of clickiness. definitely a clickiness of like you get a you you know the appearances is very very important. Let's just put it that way. The appearances are very very important. So. When you go out, that is very apparent, and it's it's very right. uh, prevalent in that city. And I guess when I think about dressing up, I think of like you know, like a cocktail attire type of dress up, not like a separate branch of just casual. Where like your casual mm. wear is just really nice. 
No, I can't imagine no. a world where like I was thinking about this last night when I was Miles had this like ninjas night out at karate where like it was kind of like a lock-in, you know, where you drop your kid off for like five hours and they just kind of just babysit them for you. Yeah. Four hours. I had on effectively pajamas when I was dropping him off. And it was like the middle of the day. It was like five o'clock. And I was thinking to myself, like, I'm so glad I'm not the type of person who feels like I can't, you know, go run errands in my leggings and my ski socks. Like I like I have my like ski socks and my sandals on with my leggings and like my ski socks are like kind of crumbled up at the bottom because I don't want to pull up on my leggings and I have like that big joy for my birthday got me this like big fleecy yellow sweatshirt that is like very cozy and also looks this big fleecy yellow thing like it's yellow and fleece like it's it's a big bear hug it's a big bear hug but it's like bright yellow (laughs) yeah yeah. And so like, there's no getting around that you're just wearing this, like, like it's, it could not be more casual when it's going with right. everything else. Right. Like it's, right. it's sort of the sweatshirt equivalent of like a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. But and so I like so cozy store, and you're like, this is so clearly cozy. like my comfort clothes. Like right now I'm yes. wearing a, um, you are also wearing basically like a mm-hmm. sweatshirt bathrobe right now. Yeah. I definitely, definitely anyway. have a sweatshirt bathrobe on. And I just had this moment of being like, man, I'm so glad that I don't like care about getting dressed up to go to the grocery store or like go drop my kid off at karate or whatever. Anyway, I mean, here's the thing. You do you, right? I guess we all, but I think when I think about the things that I want to buy and spend money on, I'm like, whenever we go shopping and Scott will like pick out this awesome rag and bone dress, he'll be like, this is awesome. I'm like, where would I wear that? Where on earth? I wish I had a place to wear that. I mean, maybe we should go out more, but anyway, people probably in Dallas are going to write us and be like, oh, let me tell you a thing or two. Please tell us if you like, have, if you have moved to a town and unwittingly showed up to drop your kid off at karate wearing leggings and ski socks and everyone around you had like their outfits on and you were like, oh no, please tell us if that has happened to you. I really want to know. I want to know. Yeah, if I lived anywhere other than Boulder County, I would I think I'd have culture shock cuz Boulder is like particularly very casual. You can show up to any establishment at any time in leggings and ski socks and not and like someone else in there is going to also be wearing leggings and ski socks. You can show up in July and leggings army and pants socks, and flip like your purse. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like I don't think I've ever gone anywhere where at least one person was not wearing socks and sandals. It's like the Boulder thing. It's horrible by the way, but you just can't resist it. Like it's just so convenient. <laughs> <laughs> it's so convenient. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. so convenient. But if I moved anywhere else, I think I would have culture shock about it. Yeah, I would like to, to hear like, about it. Clothes. Like where you live, whether or not you feel pressure to at least like, I don't know, do something with yourself before you walk out the door. And I'm not saying I don't do anything. I'm just saying like, I don't go out of my way. Like even right now, it's really funny because now that I work from home and I only really have to do like a little bit of doing up my face and like my shirts. I'm like, oh, I'm always in sweatpants now. Is this a bad thing? Is this a bad thing? (laughs) I have to tell a quick sad story that's not sad at all. It's just kind of funny and ironic is over the past like month, I've had really bad allergies in my eyes. And I think it's a reaction to makeup. And I'm like, this is the universe's very cruel way of telling me, you know, or like just playing a a cruel joke that I can't wear makeup right now. And it's just been really, really bad to where, like, even when I would wear mascara, my eyes would get really red, my eyelids would get really red, like, around my eyes. And it would just be, like, this severe allergic reaction. Yeah, apparently this is, like, the same thing where you can just develop an allergy over time. All of a sudden your body can be like, we don't like this. And I'm like, my body doesn't like makeup anymore? This is so sad. So I haven't been wearing a lot of makeup because of that. But luckily I found a few products that were, that are helping. Um okay. I had this similar experience and I think I have more to do my contacts than anything and just like staring at a screen all day. First of all, fun fact, your body can develop an allergy to contact lenses over the course of your life. Oh my God. If you are someone who's been wearing contacts like me, I'm wearing contacts since I was in third grade. What can happen is you're, it's not, I mean, that's sort of like not in a completely accurate way to say what happens, but basically what happens is like your body becomes so, 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 so sensitive to the types of like crap that inevitably builds up in your contacts that even if you have the type of contacts where you throw them away every single day and put new ones in every single morning, your eyes can become like oversensitive to the bacteria that just naturally occurs in your eyes, but you know, builds up on your contact lenses throughout the day. And so there are people out there who like over time just get to the point where they physically can't wear contacts anymore because their eyes like reject them. I thought I was getting to that point like oh, two years really? ago. And I ended up changing contact brands and having to go through like five different brands to find one that it didn't do that. I also had this similar experience with mascara recently. And I was asking on my personal Instagram for mascara recommendations for people who have sensitive eyes. 
And the one that I try that I am really liking, and let me look it up because I'm going to forget it. It's Tarte, T-A-R-T-E is the brand. And it's like, it's called like surfer lashes or something. There's some, and it's, I really like it and it does not irritate my eyes as much as like I was using before a L'Oreal one I tried. I tried like the really classic Maybelline one, the pink and the green cap. I tried uh, like a lash scope, whatever that one was that Julie Bauer recommended to us like five years ago. And I never update my, Oh yeah, you know, I never like, you don't like I never, your, your mascara usually expires and you don't use no, it. No, not that I don't buy. Oh, one, okay. Okay. Once I find one that I like, I just, I'm like, cool. I'm going to use this Got it. my life. Yeah. And so like she recommended that to us like five years ago and I was like, oh, I actually like this one. And so I just mm-hmm. kept buying it mm-hmm. and it didn't. Yeah, that one was bad. Anyway, so if you are the type of person who like, if you have really watery eyes or if you have contacts and you feel like I can't wear mascara in my contacts and look at a screen all day, try the Tarte, T-A-R-T-E mascara. I have found success with it. Yeah. I. What did um, you find that worked? Well, I, first of all, I had to put, it was so bad. I mean, it was so itchy. I had to put like eczema cream on my eyelids, which... I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really painful. But I I got like a very, like, I can't remember the brand. I can post it or I can share it if people are interested, but I got it at Target. I had to be very careful because obviously you don't want that to like get in your eye, but I was just like, I'm desperate. And then I got this awesome Aveeno nighttime moisturizer that has like changed my life. So like once I got like my eyes a little calmed down, I tried a little bit of the Honest Beauty from Jessica Alba yesterday, and that has not caused a reaction so far. However, I only put it on my like top lashes and barely put any on just to be like, I want to try this out. But I think it's like, I mean, are the mascara companies like trying to kill us? I feel like there's so many mascaras that I've used. I've used like two different ones in the past month just to see if it was like, but apparently I have to get like a hypoallergenic mascara now. And I'm really worried about putting on eye makeup. Like I can't put on eye makeup right now, which is really sad. I also feel like maybe this is just our body's way of telling us like, hey, this is like a really sensitive part of your body. Don't like keep putting crap on here all the time. Yeah, exactly. I also would like to say I've tried the beauty counter mascara and it did not. It still created the same reaction. So whatever it is, it's, you know, when people are like, oh, well, it's because there's all these like crappy ingredients and in normal mascara. You have to try beauty counter. They've, you know, apparently those ingredients were not the culprit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also think that there is like something that's so odd about feeling like, like I want to wear makeup so badly that I will like go through the process of my body rejecting it in order to find the one that works. Yeah, it's also, so weird. Also, a lot of people recommended to me when I was putting that post about mascara that I just get my eyelashes tinted, which I have done and it does not create the desired effect. I, I, no. need, the, I need the volume. Yeah, I've I've had my eyelashes tinted before and I feel like it's barely, it's I like have just darker, a whisper. Like, Right. I have dark eyelashes. That's not the problem. I need like the volume that the mascara brings. The lengthening and the volume. And I also have gotten eyelash extensions and I loved them, but they were, first of all, very expensive. And second of all, who has two hours every like three to four weeks to lay there and have them do your individual little eyelashes? Not this girl. No, 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 no. Anyway. All right. Well, I was going to give a quick Sex in the City review of the new episodes, but maybe we'll wait for like next next time i mean how long is how many episodes well (laughs) there's only two episodes out right now my what's your initial impression my initial impression is i appreciate the effort and i appreciate the nostalgia but i'm just really feeling old watching it i'm like oh man because this was a show that most of us like if you're you know in your 40s or maybe in your 30s if you watched it it's probably women in their late 30s and older who really really connected with this show So I was like in my mid to late 20s when I really got into it. And it was just like one of those things where your life, you feel like you're just so parallel to their lives and you can relate to them. And now it's just kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to say it's like sad to watch it, but I like get a little sad watching it where I'm like, they're trying to, you're trying to make fetch happen type of thing. And I just, I don't know how I feel about it yet. I, you know, like I could talk hours about what they've done to Miranda's character. It's like this woke white woman that's like really awkward and it's bizarre. They have this huge, I'm not going to give a spoiler, but like the first episode, if you can get past it, the first episode, I was like, this is the most boring episode ever. But there's only two episodes, so you need so to far. get past the first one. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, like, so far. Like- no, they, they're releasing more, but like the only two have come I out have, so far. I feel very strongly about shows where people are like, you just have to get past the first season. I'm like, I don't want to just have to get past the first season. I want right. to enjoy the whole thing. I want to enjoy the whole thing. Yeah. And I didn't hang in. I almost was like, oh, I'm going to watch it just because I want to watch the clothes. And I like, I do like Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Joy, Sarah Jessica Parker. I want to. Oh, I always want. I wasn't. I was like Jessica. Who? Yeah. I always want to. I always want to see what she's doing and how she looks because she's just. She's just great. Charlotte. Right. It is like sort of a moment of like fa- like that was the whole show, right? Is it was very the, much the like fashion and yes, yeah. and the characters really were amazing. So then I went down a rabbit hole of like watching old episodes, which that's like. I spent an entire day doing that. But, you know, Charlotte has clearly had like some Botox or her face doesn't move. And that makes me feel weird. Uh, I feel the same way about Jennifer Aniston, by the way. Like when I watch morning show, I'm like, your face doesn't move. Your face is supposed uh, to move. Oh, and I feel like there are some women like that where you can tell they've like gotten a facelift when they didn't really need a facelift. And so their upper lip is sort of like smushed across their face. And it looks kind of the same. I want to know like what Britney had done. Britney has the same thing. It's a facelift. Is it? It's almost, I don't know how to explain it. Like, and they all look the same. Grab the like extra skin on the backside of your jawbone and pull it up under your ears and tell me that that isn't like what's happening to your lips. Yeah. And I mean, maybe I, not I just, on Brittany, although I don't know, but I think it's a combination of Botox and lip filler. And I think yeah. in some instances also like a premature yeah. facelift. I've yet to see someone and maybe like tell us which celebrity has maybe done it. But I have not yet seen a celebrity that actually looks okay. Good. Or <laughs> counterpoint. We you have seen it and you haven't noticed. That's it. the thing is That's I'm like I want right. to know. I want like Lady Gaga notice. had some work done. I think she looks great, but she still has that lip thing that doesn't move. Well, I feel like the <laughs> lip thing is like a trend right now. Like it's like I, a trend to have. Yeah, like, I don't. It doesn't look good, lips. you guys. It doesn't look good to get lip filler and then all of a sudden Did your you lips are like. Your lips? <laughs> Like, like this. this. I feel like we talk about this a lot because now I'm feeling like we say, and you pucker your lips like this a lot. <laughs> and I can't imagine <laughs> what else. Like like, oh, I mean, you look like Sebastian. I mean, you look like Sebastian. I just want to know, like, there's this girl I work with who I just, she, she has very large lips. She has a lot of lip filler. And that's her choice. But it's to the point where I'm like, how do you? I just, <laughs> I'm just sitting here, like, moving I my wish. lips around. I wish you could see Claire's face. She's just trying to, like, I'm not making fun. I just, like, I don't, objectively, I don't think anyone looks better. I think they look great as they are. Yes. And it's, like, the whole thing. You know what? I have seen, like, before and afters of celebrities who've had nose jobs. And I think, like, oh, that's cute. That's a cute nose. But, I mean, I never think, like, <laughs> I'm never, like. You never think, like, oh, yes, your upper lip should be that big. Right. Exactly. Like, like, oh, yes, your face should not move. Right, exactly. Like Kim Kardashian, you know, you see all the Kardashians beforehand and they've like had so much work done, but they're beautiful like to the, begin and, with. And that's not even like a realistic, it's like, yeah, right. if you start, if you basically like start from scratch and rebuild your face. Rebuild your face. <laughs> right. They have all <laughs> rebuilt right. their entire bodies. They're yes. robots. But like when I look at them when, you know, when they were kids or at least teenagers, when you could right. kind of see what they actually looked like. And I'm like, they're cute. Okay, sure. They all had like a little, now their noses are slimmer or whatever, but I've yet to see someone who's had lip injections where I just don't like, I can't stop staring at their lips because their lips don't move. They look like they got stung by bees and they're just like like swollen and their lips are swollen and then they're like, (laughs) maybe if you're someone out there and you're like, Hey, I get my lips done and like no one has ever noticed. I am just not telling you. Well, I know. I think, okay. I will say, for example, I definitely know of some people, of friends that I have who I know get lip filler, but who you would never know. And like, okay. I think, like, for really? example, like, yes. And I also think, okay, like to bring up Julie Bauer again, when she first started getting, and I don't want to comment on Julie, we love Julie. She's our friend. Like, I, but I will say she is someone who, when she started getting, when she did her first, like, in like blog post about lip filler, I was like, oh my gosh, I never would have thought that she was getting lip filler. And I appreciate that she is like, you know, very open about the, like the injections that she gets and is realistic. And is like, Hey, like my you know face looks like this because like I get work done. And I love that about her, that she's very open about that. So other people aren't like, oh, if I start eating paleo, I will have a, I will have perfectly smooth skin. Like, no, this is, there's more to it than this. And I remember specifically the first time she was like, oh yeah, I've been getting lip fillers. I was like, oh, I never would have known. So there are people out there, I think that can accomplish it. And I know, and like, but I think that like, I also think right now there is a trend where like, it's the look, like you're, mm-hmm. the look is to look like you yeah. have lip filler. Right. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, like the look isn't a natural look that you're going for the, like the look that people want is like, oh, I want it to, I want the like beasting look. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Good for you. Not for me. You know, Good for you. Not for me. Good I agree for you. With that. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Not for me. 
I think I just also appreciate like you also have really big lips. I would say like I yeah, think like I know yeah you have like big <laughs> so, lip privilege, but I don't I have, have like, big boobs, and I've like never been but, like I I've considered but, it. Okay, I'm, yeah. I was about to say you've considered it. Like every every girl out there has considered it. I That's had true. big boobs for like yeah. five years, hated them, got them taken out in my twenties. In case you didn't know that about me, now you do. I but I have like really thin lips. Particularly, my my upper lip is really thin, and I've definitely thought about it. I'm like, what what if I do something a little bit, just like a little, like I've like I've stood in front of the mirror before and like just lifted up my lip a little bit. I just yeah, I just like is it is it worth the risk of going too far? I don't know. And it's expensive. It's so expensive. Like five hundred dollars. Well, the other thing is, I'm just like, but look, look. I would look so just like. And we wish you guys could see what I'm doing. I do that, don't we all? We like stand in front of our mirrors and we like hold up our skin, or we like. You know, yeah. I wonder what it would look like. Or we do yeah. like the filter on Instagram stories where we're like, oh, that's what it would look like with a nose job. Yeah. Okay. Or like, I mean, now they have a filter where they give you lip injections. Yeah. So you yeah. can just be like. Actually, those filters have made me thought like, I should get lip injections. I'm like, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> that filter has probably caused a lot of people to get lip injections. Yeah. You know what? You do you. You do if you. you. Want that, if you want that look, go get I it. I just, you know what? It's just, I, I think what I. <laughs> When I see that, like going back to the Sex in the City episode, I'm just like, I can't. It's distracting to me because I saw, I know what they uh-huh. looked like before, yeah. And so I'm like, I can't help but stare at what happened to your face. No one's getting out of this life alive, and we're also not no getting, out getting out of this life without aging. Like you're 22. Yep. So and grow old gracefully, about, moisturize. Yeah, I always think about that quote. That's like, growing old is a privilege not afforded to many. Yeah, like we don't, it's we aren't so all going to have the privilege of growing old. It's so you know, true. And like embrace it. And also, you know, don't overthink it. If you want to go get stuff <sighs> injection in your face, by all That's means. That's fine. I just, I think, yeah. Joey's just going to sit over here with her big lips and judge us all for, I needing, really will. for needing and to get work done in I'm order like, to have big lips. <laughs> uh-huh, I got my. <laughs> Joy is just genetics. She's going to be sitting over here wearing her bold lipstick while the rest of us look like we're drawing on our face. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Like if I wear bold lipstick, it looks like I'm like a picture that a kid drew using red marker oh to outline God. their mouth. You do not. Like my- <laughs> you do not. It's like a straight little, like a, like a one, it's like a line. You <sighs> do not look like that. You do not. Oh my gosh. Okay. We got to All end right. This let's wrap it up. Show. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you can find us if you want to, you know, just have even more Joy and Claire in your life. Find us on Instagram at Joy and Claire underscore. You can go to joyandclaire.com. We have all of our episodes there. We have our gift guide. You can still check out if you're looking for some last minute gifts. We have a lot of our episodes are transcribed on our website. If for some reason you just want to read through them, they're not transcribed in real time. Like they get transcribed a few weeks later. Shout out to our awesome transcriptionist transcriber caroline who lives in thailand and is wonderful and transcribes all of our episodes you can email us this is joyandclaire at gmail.com tell us about your really realistic lip filler i want to know some pictures of like how pics. realistic your face like, joy has been. get off yeah. your big lip high horse yeah. some yeah. of us need a little bit of help okay put me in my place yes please and that's it for this week <laughs> Have a great weekend. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.